This is Coach Chris Laughlin, and welcome to the Blue Wave Weightlifting Podcast. Learning gymnastics, I didn't care that I messed up because all the other students were messing up, and they were learning, and it was the process. The coach gives you feedback, and you did that. And then when I was first weightlifting with uh, CJ, and I was getting feedback and I was getting information and all that kind of stuff. Like I didn't really care that I was clunky and awkward yeah. for a while. But then once I became the expert and then everybody looked at me as the expert, now if I were wanting to learn something new, it's like I feel like I need to do it on my own and not yeah. in front of people. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a struggle of mine and it's something that, you know, I've, I've worked through in some avenues. Yeah. Like, I've let some people see me struggle yeah. in learning it, but, like, getting, you know, that's that's one of my kind of, uh, it's definitely something mentally that I need to work on. Oh, I get that. Not, not, being, not being good at something yeah. in front of people. Yeah. No, and, and I think that's something that I've had to lean into more as of lately, and um, primarily due to, I was reading this book, it was like, it's called Think Like a Monkey. And one of the things that the this guy he basically yeah he's it's really new it came out a couple months ago and it's this guy who who lived in UK had a really good education you know basically I, I could relate to in a lot of sense and in, in terms of he graduated and chose to go and be a monk in India right and left his yeah. entire life behind him right someone who's been in school yeah and yeah yeah like and, I'm like and for me I'm engineer yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like that that sounds awesome You're like, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I'd okay. do that yeah okay. I'd do that yeah <laughs> but like but like obviously there's a part of me that 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 obviously wouldn't actually follow through and I so, so I think it's a little bit more of like seeing it and appreciating you, his you, there's still a take from it yeah. yeah yeah but he um so he one of the things that they were talking, talking about is the um the monks there the masters the masters uh, attend every single one of the new monks' lessons, hmm. no matter how many. And you got to think these guys have heard this same study practice hundreds of thousands of times, yeah. and they find they they find one thing new that they can learn in that instance. And so, in, in a lot of ways, there is no in that construct. There is no master and teacher, right? Like hmm. the, the students are the masters, and the masters are the students. It all in the same, right? Yeah. And to me, I don't know what I, what it is about that, but that's just like... Yeah, that really like, resonates. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I thought that was so profound. And the coolest turnover I've seen recently is the impact I've seen in my son's life. Because I look for... It used to be so many times like, I am the authoritative person in your life. You do as I say. Yeah. Right? And obviously... I, I know. Yeah. And, and obviously, yeah, yeah. like there, there are a lot of instances where that is the case, but... Like, you ever talk to a nine-year-old and really try to understand their mind and the way they think and learn a ton? And it opens up so many, like, doors for me to, like, start to see the little things that I appreciate him more on. And it just builds a more congruent relationship yeah. and interchangeable where he feels like he can come to me for things as well, right? And That's it's, cool. it's a struggle because I literally have to check my ego at the door and I have to be willing to put my my reputation to the wayside in some ways to, to keep that relationship. And obviously there are boundaries, right? That's cool, though, being open to learning from children. Yeah, and I think I think it's more of a perspective thing, tying back to yeah. stoicism and, and using that as a, a... What can I get out of this? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. You know, and that's... I, I would definitely say, because something that I have very little patience for and I have a hard time with, and 
I envy this in people and I watch you and I watch your interaction with uh, the kids that you coach and I watch your interactions with your own children and I, I, I have no interest in working with kids <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. being around yeah. kids yeah. because I feel like all they do is suck from me. Elaborate, what do you mean? I feel like it's just energy draining. I oh, feel yeah. like it's... Oh, oh yeah. I, I feel like I'm not... I, like, selfishly, I feel like I'm not gaining anything from my interaction with children. Yeah. And, uh, but I think if I were to try to shift my mindset to where I'd be like, there is something I could learn from this child, and then I were to move into that space, I think that would be completely different. But I kind of have the mindset, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit jaded because I coached gymnastics for so many years. And uh, I'm a little bit jaded in being like, I, I don't want to work with kids and I don't want to be around kids. And I've kind of like probably like stonewalled that a little bit too much. Oh, I get that. And, uh, and so I haven't been open to it. And so I've been like, all right, I've got kids coming in. Uh, Jake, you take them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Stan, you take, yeah, take them. them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I've I've done that to this day. I've got uh, four teenagers coming in and training right now, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not going to train take them. Care. Stan, Stan, you go to you go which, train which them. In 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 all of like, I mean, I mean, Stan is phenomenal with kids. Well, he's place. a kid yeah. himself, so it works. Oh, yeah, it works oh, yeah. He, he loves it, man. I yeah, yeah. So I, it's probably still better than me because they'll probably get bored. Yeah. With me, which in the and for them it's like and for kids it, it it needs to be fun above all else. Yeah, and, and Stan's and, just a fun interaction, no, anyways. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's but but I envy that when I watch Stan get excited with these kids, you know, and well, I watch you it, it get excited with your son, and I watch you get excited with you know the kids that you've trained. Yeah. Like I'm like, what? Am, what? Why? Why don't I do that? Well, then here's, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, what started me like really leaning into this was with my son, it was draining and it was like a really big struggle in terms of like mm. how I perceive me and his relationship and like, I'll be honest, like there's a little bit of resentment in terms of like my situation as a whole and being a single dad and just the obstacles it comes with. Yeah. And that was something I had to like navigate really even more as of recently. But like what I saw was like, I treated the kids at Prince of Peace different than the way I treated my son and it and it was ultimately rooted in my perception of that and it was my responsibility to lean in and, and find a way to figure out the solution and ultimately like you me, deliberately did you deliberately change that or did you like it was something i realized re like like a couple months ago and like because like, and was it more of a realization like why am i treating them one yeah, way and my son a different exactly. way okay exactly yeah. and it was through that and and i just i guess i never realized it you know but like but it was apparent because the time I would spend with him was more draining unless it was something um, that I felt was I, I could get something in return in. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, yeah. if we did something I like to do. Yeah, we're going and doing an activity together. Yeah, or it's going to be you, fun. If you, you want to learn weightlifting, right? Like yeah, you want yeah, to work on that. Of, yeah, I get there's a, a lot ton of positive of, feedback. Exactly. That, yeah. And so I felt convicted by that in a lot of way. And I think that's what, when I heard that message in, in terms of like, the experience with that monks, I it, 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 it's it can I felt convicted. It stirred something up in me, and I was yeah. like, you know what? Like, there's a lot on the table as a dad that I'm I'm missing the mark on. You know what I mean? And and like, you know, I, I still have a ton of time with him, and, and these are the most important years coming up. Like, if there's a how time old for is me, he now? You know, he's nine. 
done yeah yeah so like as a as a dad like getting close to those teenage years yeah and it's really important for me to show him and steward how to be a man and i'm still figuring out how to do that myself i'm being honest oh yeah (laughs) but again we're all a work in progress are we not yeah but like but i think it's through that process if it wasn't for that subtle shift in my perception I think that I would continue to feel exhausted. And now when I go spend time with him, like I leave energized. I feel That's excited. Cool, and I feel like cool. that carries me to allow, allows me to open up the door to go and, and pour that energy into other people. Right. So I, I've, <clears throat> I, I met up with an old friend a while back and I kind of told him that I was, uh, you know, he was kind of asking me about my life and things that were going on. And I was like, things are good, you know? And, uh, and, was, and he was like, well, what are making things so good? Because he's a very successful person. He's a, a PhD professor at TCU and lots of money and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, and, you know, I'm a, a gym owner that makes enough money to get by. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm loving it. And I've got, and, and I love being with my wife. And that was part of his issue is like, how do you just stay with one person for so long? And and so I'm like, I, I enjoy my relationship with my wife. I love my life. I love my house. I love my work, you know, all these kind of things. And he's like, how are you, how you really enjoy that? And I was like, well, a big part of it was um, studying stoicism and meditation. And uh, the meditation I was easily able to describe, but he goes, what do you mean by stoicism? It's so hard to explain to people. And honestly, I didn't have a good answer. And I felt bad. Like, I was like, I was like, I've read so much. Like, I think we first got introduced to it, or at least you and me started having the conversation because I've read almost all of Ryan Holiday's books. And so, like, um, uh, what is stillness is... Stillness is key. Is one key. of them. Ego is the Ego enemy. Ego is the enemy. And uh, obstacle is the way. Obstacle is the way. That's like I mean, my motto. I mean, all of those. It, well, I've gifted obstacle is the way yeah. to more people than anything. Oh, it's it's phenomenal. It's one of my favorite. I think oh, I gifted you stillness. Stillness is, is key. key. And it's, I just, man, my ADD. It t- I like I have like five books I've been working through. Yeah, and during the quarantine, yeah. I finally cruised through them all. So I'm, I need I need some more. But I just finished it. And it was so good. So, so Ryan Holiday is really what introduced me to it, and then I got into, um, and then daily I follow uh, the Daily Stoic, yeah. and uh, so I've got my own book of the Daily Stoic, and so I read you know a portion of that, which is like Epictetus and uh, Marcus Aurelius, and yeah, uh, a lot of their teachings for meditations. Seneca. Seneca, yeah, exactly, and um, but so so I'm pretty well educated on it. But when he asked me, well, what is stoicism? I was like, uh... <laughs> well, and, and I think that's a cool thing is, like, it comes down to perception and what you can take from it. So it's, that's why it's so hard to explain to someone is, like, the way I, like, can read something, I feel like I can perceive it differently than you could. So yeah, yeah, that's 100%. So I think that's why yeah. it's so hard to put into words. That being said, I feel like if we were to develop like an elevator pitch for stoicism, I think it would probably go a long way in terms of like implementing and just like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Explaining it to people and like conveying, you I know agree. what I mean? I'm like, sure if I came up with a really good definition yeah, yeah. that sounded eloquent, eloquent, yeah. <laughs> but then I'm like, am I just like selling a product at this point or yeah. am I like really trying to describe what stoicism your, is? Your personal experience. I think that comes down to like. And so, Here's a book. <laughs> so I had like this clunky answer of being like, well, 
it's really made me like mindful in the moment and enjoying like the small things, but then also realizing that, so this was really, this was probably like a majority of my answer was realizing that other people's feelings didn't have to affect me. And because we were talking in relation to relationships. So he was asking me about being married for so long and how I've been able to just stay with one person and not drive myself crazy and all that. And so my answer to him was like, being able to separate her feelings from my feelings was kind of like my definition of that. And so being able to look at, and, and I do this in my brain all the time. My wife gets mad at me and I'm like, okay, she's mad. This is just her state of mind. Yeah. You know, it's, it's unrelated to me as a person. It's just how she's feeling now. Yeah. It's due to this one action. It's not, it's not, it's not me personally. Yeah. And being able to like separate that out you have to remove your 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 own personal emotions with it and, and recognize there's probably a bit of projection going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and it's really hard. And so for me to be able to take that breath, but I was only able to do that with the combination of stoicism meditation. Yeah. Because I needed to take a breath, recognize the the feeling, which is for me a big part of meditation. Yeah. Like, all right, recognizing like I never I never displace uh, feelings. No, it's I like, just recognize them. Yeah, and that's 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 an art craft. You know what I mean? Like that's a craft in itself yeah. of like being able to like be in a state, feel like feel and see an emotion, and not put any attachment to it, and letting it kind of watch it go by. So, so you're doing the same thing with your hands that I do <laughs> when I talk about it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's really cool because I look at feelings as a conveyor belt. Yeah. Because they're, so, they're always going to be there. So always in my mind, come. like, Robin and I will be, you know, getting at each other. And I'm like, all right, here comes anger. All right. Recognize it. It's okay that I'm angry. But it doesn't need to stay there. Yeah. It can pass on. Everything runs its course. And I think that that's probably been one of the most powerful realizations for yeah. me in my adult life. Is like, and especially now, just because circumstances aren't the greatest, right? Like, you do. I mean, everybody's oh, everybody's going boat, through it right, right now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and so like the ability to like be still and be the rock mm. in the water amongst the storm is it, it's empowering. You know what I mean? Yeah. To like know your externals don't have an impact on your emotional state. They may trigger and elicit an emotional response. And to recognize those emotional responses, but see it. just see it as what it is. Acknowledge it validate it in a sense and let it, and move, let it on. move on and, and let it run its course exactly 100 percent. and that's been probably and so when i was trying to describe to him because something that he struggled with was relationships yeah so when i was trying to describe to him like the success in my relationship like that was my definition of stoicism to him yeah. was that i was able to separate out my emotions from her emotions and allow her to have her emotions without necessarily affecting me. And that's that's still something I've practiced it's, it's, all it's the tough, time. And tough, I'm not yeah. I'm not I wouldn't say I'm an expert at it. I, I mean if anybody but, said but, they were I'd be called BS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But it helps, man. But it helps of. because sometimes I can be like I can take a deep breath and I can be like, Alright, she's mad. She's gonna she's gonna be mad today. She's not gonna be mad tomorrow. Yeah. 
I just need to let her deal with her emotions. Not, I don't need to escalate her emotions. And so to be, yeah, I don't need to be reactive to this, yeah. you know, and and to learn to not be reactive to somebody else's emotions and let them feel those emotions because it's it's important for them to feel those emotions. Oh, absolutely. You like, don't want to invalidate them. No, no, yeah. it, 100%. Like, they cannot, you cannot say that you're not allowed to be mad at me. No. That's that's ridiculous. It's absurd. But to allow, but to be okay with them being mad at you is something you can do. Yes, that so is to within be like, your control. It's okay for you to be mad at me, you know. And then all of a sudden things feel better. Yeah, things get better. Well, and typically things run their course because when you don't react, number one, you don't fuel the fire. Yeah. Number two, you let the person not like I'm trying to think of the best way to put it, but like. You give them enough rope, people will hang themselves, right? Yeah, in this context, yeah. if you give them enough space, they'll figure out on their own, you know, in terms of, okay, maybe I was out of line. Or, yeah. you know what, enough times go by, this is justified, we need to address this, right? But giving, allowing the person to have space to feel those emotions mm -hmm. and to process it on their own is critical, right? Without allowing yeah. your, yourself to get wrapped up in it. Because as soon as you get wrapped up in it, that's typically the demise. You get more conflict, more aggression, and it's hard to find a result. Yeah, yeah. If you let compromise, if you let their emotions create the same emotions in you, then that's that's where the issue becomes. If yeah. they get angry and then you get angry, that's when things escalate. Oh, absolutely. And but but you also you also made a good point of being able to look at it prospectively and say, all right, there's a valid thing that you're saying right now, yeah. and we need to bring this back up. And, and that's a very common theme in like my relationship with uh, my wife is, all right, you're valid in the way, in, in your feelings right now, but you're not in the mindset to talk about it right now. Yeah, and it's so tough to like keep that boundary. Like I know me in I'm particular. I'm such a fixer, dude. dude. I want to fix I'm, it I wanna immediately. I want to fix it. I'm like, let's yeah. deal with this right yeah, now. The engineer in yeah, is yeah. like, I see a problem. I'm 99% yeah. sure I can fix it. I barely no. can. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think I can. <laughs> yeah. My ego yeah. is like, Jake, you can fix this. Yeah. And you want to dive into it, but it's that eager to want to react yeah, is so absolutely. dangerous. Absolutely. And, and to be able to step back from that yeah. and let them get past that emotion first. Yeah. And let them get into a better state. Clarity. And it's really hard. And that, again, circling it back to weightlifting. See how we do this? Yeah, <laughs> circling it back to weightlifting. I've done this a lot with athletes that have bombed out on snatch, bombed out in, yeah. in, in their lifts. And sometimes the best thing to do is not to go up to them and be like, it's a crazy ass sound that just happened. Yeah, was that a dog? I don't know if that was a dog <laughs> or, or a car screeching <laughs> or what. <laughs> that was a crazy yeah, ass sound. Yeah, I don't know if the mic got that, but it was yeah, weird. Yeah, it was, it was definitely weird. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I've been in this situation with athletes and, uh, and, it, and it brings up memory in, in specific is I had one of my athletes at their first national meet ever and she missed every single snatch. And she came back off the platform and she was like, what's the point? That's what, that was her response. What's the point? Fuck this. What's yeah. the point? She had spent a lot of money to travel out there yeah. and she missed all of her snatches. She knew that now she could not post a total. And she was like, what's the point? What's the point? And I was like, deal with the emotions you need to deal with right now. Yeah. And then get ready for clean and jerk. Well, here's the thing is like, if like that mindset in particular, if, if I personally embodied that mindset, I don't think I'd ever, I would have ever hit that 170. Agreed. 
that was one of the best meets we've ever had with you, yeah. and you bombed. I bombed on snatch. But My it was one of the best. Good too. Yeah, it was absolutely. one of the best meets we've ever had. Oh, yeah. Like, and if I were to look back, I think I asked you not long ago what yeah. was one of your favorite moments. That. And you said that clean and jerk. Yeah. And if like, you, yeah. but if you would have taken that meet as a whole. Oh. You'd have been like, "Fuck that, yeah, fuck that shit." That was the worst. Horrible. That was one of my worst meets. I should have qualified for nationals in that meet. I should have, you know, yep. what I mean, so many yep. things were teed up. But to me, like that's where perspective is key, and re- and being able to see, like, using that emotion as fuel and a catalyst for something else, yeah. is an art, yeah, right? For and, sure. and I and and I don't know how I was able to do it. I think it was due to the environment, and people I had around me. I was, yeah, you know, yeah, very, yeah. We definitely, you know, yeah. I mean, everybody was really leaning into me hard and kept my mind in the right place and. Obviously, stoicism was a huge part of that. My, my support system was also critical in that yeah. endeavor as well. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it, it ultimately comes down to, right, that perspective and being able yeah. to use that and have that emotional awareness and key to see beyond that. Yeah. And and the way that, that that meet turned out with that athlete is she was super pissed. She went and cried, maybe cried. She she left yeah. so I'm assuming she probably had her moment yeah. took care of it but I told her you're doing clean and jerk and yeah. so she felt obligated to do clean and jerk and then we came back we went two for three on clean and jerk but she hit a really good lift she yeah. probably hit uh, I mean it had to have been 97 to 100 percent like it was yeah. a really good lift and then afterwards she was like thank you yeah. you know she was like thank you for making me because she felt really good on the way clean and jerks went even though yeah. she had a bad snatch session and, but, at, but after snatch, she was like, what's the point? This is stupid. Fuck this. Yeah. I'm out. I spent all this money to get out here. I bombed out. I didn't make any snatches. And I was like, go handle your emotions. And she did. Yeah. To her credit, she left. To her credit, she left. And I let her be alone. Yeah. And so like we were just saying, I didn't try to fix it. No. You need I to told her. Space. I told her to deal with what she needed to deal with. Yeah. And then come back ready to do something. And so she dealt with what she needed to deal with. But you, she you came created back. a safe space for her too in the first place. Yeah. To, to like to to really lean into it and to to process whatever she needed to. Another coach could have gotten her face and could have scorned her for. Well, yeah. I think if I would have hovered. Yeah. yeah. I think if we would have just talked about snatch the whole time. Or like if you were anxious about it but, and kept her in close proximity. Agreed. Right? Like, giving her her space, she was able to be like, okay. I let my emotions pass. Now I'm going to do something different. Yeah. And she came out and she did great on clean and jerk. And we had, it, it was one of her best experiences. You know, she talks about it all the time because it's the only national experience she's ever had. Yeah. But she, now now it was an enjoyable experience. Yeah, that's awesome. Even though she didn't put up a total. Yeah, man. I love you know? I love yeah. everything about that. Yeah, exactly. Those, those are the meets. Like, for me, the meets that, like, you go six for six and, like, everything's teed up. Like, those are good. Yeah. But, like, you need a little bit of adversity and a little bit of struggle to, like, to do something you didn't well, think you were it, capable of. It was right? like what you said at the beginning, though. It's you learn something more about yourself yeah. when you go through this struggle. And so she had to learn. She's never bombed out before. She had to learn that she could fail and come back. That's so powerful, man. So powerful. That that turns over in so many other aspects of their lives. 100%. If, 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 if you can, like, continually lean into that, that perspective. Yeah, realizing that you can, you can mess up and it's okay. Yeah, and you well, can be better. More from than it. that, it's not. It's not just okay. It's part of the process. Well, yeah, it's yeah, just, for it is sure. Part of the process. Yeah. If you're not going out there and failing, missing lifts, 
and like granted if you're bombing out every meet you probably should take a look all right here, yeah yeah right but like if you're having those meets where you're going six for six every meet and your technique is flawless and perfect and it looks like you didn't really struggle i feel like you're losing the you're missing out on what what it truly is to like experience yeah. from weightlifting and yeah, absolutely. the struggles, you know? I mean, I've told everybody, and there's been some people that have been super scared of it because they've had a total every single meet. I was like, bombing out is part of the process. Yeah. You need to learn how to not make a total. Yeah. And it's super important because you're not going to be a weightlifter until you learn what it takes to be able to come back from training like crazy getting to this point peaking and then not performing yeah you will learn more about yourself from bombing out than you ever will from because, progressively going up oh absolutely because which they, they it's most, good to progressively yeah. go up you'll learn more about yourself from that bomb out i think you'll take more from it because Agreed. most most things in life are more like that than than having it teed up perfectly and still yeah. working up yeah. you know what i mean like there's more turnover in terms of what you can take from it and apply to your own for know? sure. And I feel like personally where I really, one of my biggest struggles is, is like since that's something that's been so prevalent in my life, I begin to realize I tend to create more adversity than I need to. Mm. Trying, trying yeah. to tee like, yourself up for that. Well, not even necessarily that. It's like I almost correlate like my ability to succeed with how big the obstacle is. Okay. Right. Yeah, like yeah. so. So for me, like my, my like one of the biggest things from stoicism is like obstacle is the way. Every time I'm in an Dude, interview, that I feel comes like up. like I said, I've gifted that book to more people than so any good. book I have, because I feel like that is such an important thing to learn. It is, but the it, hardest path is going to like make you the best person, the best athlete, absolutely. all the above. But then on the same flip, if you have a really compulsive, addictive personality, someone like myself, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, agree. You can, you can create things and situations that are are too detrimental. Well, and how that's many, something I'm navigating. For, how many times yeah. have you and me been in a competition and I'm like, Jake, no, you're not going up. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Jake, you, yeah, you've, yeah, missed, oh, yeah, you've missed yeah. your first two openers. <laughs> yeah, we're And you're trying to that. jump 10 kilos. I'm no, like, no, no, no. It's not happening. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. but that's... I think that's where it... Going back to the whole, like, <laughs> surrounding yourself with... Like, being yeah. very selective with the people. And this is something I've had to, to really critique lately. But, like, being very selective of the people who are in my corner and my support group. Because mm. that is a huge indicator of, like... I need my canary. Like, yeah. I need a canary, yeah. man. Like, I need someone that's like, bro, you're going way too far. Because yeah. yeah. I, I tend to, right? And that's something that, like, it's it's not something to be glorified because it can it can be just as detrimental to your success yeah. Yeah. as as avoiding obstacles as a whole. It's a fine line. For you sure. Know? And, and being able to know your limits and not push yourself too far, but also having people in your life that are like, hey, let's, you know, I see what you're trying to do and I get it and I respect it. Let's try this way. But it takes you to also have the ability to listen to that. Oh, yeah. And be like, okay, you're probably right. Yeah. I've been in this scenario before. Yeah. And, you know, maybe the best move is to listen to you and do what you're going to say as opposed to what's going on Absolutely, in my mind. Man. Absolutely. I, I so hate, I think it's a, I hate it's a, to pump the brakes right now, yeah. but I got to pee so bad. Go for it. I so actually gonna, need to pee too. Okay, okay. Can we take perfect. a time out? Yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to take, <laughs> <we're gonna laughs> take, take a time pause. out. <laughs> All right, guys and girls. Well, that ends part two of Jake and my conversation. 
Um, I will warn you as we get into part three, possibly even part four, um, we do just get a little bit more drunk. So if anything, it is entertaining. Take it for what it is. But if you enjoy what we're doing, let us know. If you don't enjoy what we're doing, also let us know. We enjoy the criticism regardless. Um, if you like this or you at least want to continue to hear something like this, um, please subscribe, share. It all helps and we'll continue to do so um, in the upcoming week. We have two new guests coming on. Now that we can start kind of getting face to face, we're going to have more and more people jumping on to the podcast. So please continue to listen and support in any way you can. So appreciate it. And we will be seeing you soon. Thanks a lot. Bye.